what has life taught you lately? Man, we're getting deep with these ones. <laughs> What's up, y'all? And welcome back to Q&A Friday, where me and maybe a guest answer your questions. If you have a question you want answered on this podcast, email roughnextpodcast at gmail.com. Let's get into it. One last thing before we get into today's episode. A lot of people ask how they can support the podcast. Well, I have a couple easy ways. The first way is just listen and subscribe. And another thing you can do is go follow the Roughnecks podcast on social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube as well. If you get something out of today's show, then do me a favor. Share it with a friend. If you really want to go above and beyond to support the podcast, then head over to roughnextpodcast.com and get you some of that merch. I appreciate all of the support, but let's get into today's episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Roughnecks Podcast. This is episode 120, which means that it is Q&A Friday. This is Q&A Friday number six. And for those of you who don't know what Q&A Friday is, Q&A Friday is where me and a guest will sit here and answer questions from you, the fans. Uh, These questions can literally be about anything and everything. Um, I get some random ones that are some unique questions that I would never think I'd be answering. Um, but any, any of these questions, if you want your questions answered on the podcast, you can email those questions to roughneckspodcast at gmail.com. And these episodes come out any episode that ends in a zero. So one twenty, one thirty, one uh, 40. So we have them roughly once. Yeah. We have once every 10 episodes, but if you want your question answered, send it over to roughneckspodcast at gmail.com. My guest here today with me is a returning guest of the podcast been on i believe two or maybe three times um but carter franklin welcome back to the roughnecks podcast thanks for having me back yeah this is i don't remember i think it's at least this is your at least third time that you've been on yeah i think this is time number three and it's crazy how this is your third time within probably two years and your life has changed completely over those last two years. I mean, just kind of tell us what you're doing now compared. You don't have to dive super far into it because we'll probably have you on later in the year, but kind of what you're doing now compared to like a year ago. Yeah. Um, so now I work full time at Ohio state. Um, I'm our social content specialist. Um, I do a lot of different things. Um, the short version is I make dope content for social media. Um, and then in, in addition to that, I'm still working for the NFL part-time as a live content correspondent, um, going up to going up to Cleveland and shooting Browns home games. I was going to say, how does that part-time work? Is it just you do home games? Is that it? <clears throat> yeah, th- uh, those positions are pretty regional-based. So essentially every NFL market has a team of creators um, that shoot the home games for that team. Um, so it, it's actually it worked out perfectly this year. The Brown schedule and, and Ohio State doesn't really overlap too much. Um, football season will be busy. Um, Ohio State games on Saturday and Cleveland on Sundays, but I wouldn't want to have it any other way. Yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't expect to be excited that your weekends are full of. Uh, but it's it's full of football that you actually get to do some really cool stuff. Yeah. With, so. Yeah. But so Q and A Friday. What I'm gonna do is I have these questions here in a queue on my uh, computer. 
through the email and I'm going to give you three headers. You can pick which one you want to answer and we'll go from there. So the first one, we are going to do defining moments, name change, and if you were a dog, whatever one you or those you want. Mm-hmm. Let's do uh, defining moments. Okay, this question is, what was one of your most defining moments in life? Mm. That's a good one. I feel like, for me, um, one of those moments was last season. Um, I started working for the NFL, and, um, you know, from the moment I got my first camera, I knew that somewhere I wanted to be. Um, so, I mean, shooting an NFL game is, is a big rush in itself and you kind of have to be locked in and you can't get too absorbed in the environment. Uh, you're kind of there to do a job and you have to stay focused and do that. But, um, for me, after shooting my first game, it was in Pittsburgh. Um, and I'll never forget it. Like walking off the field after that game in the tunnel and looking back at the field and kind of taking a moment to be like, damn, I really just did that. Um. It's like, I'm here now. Um, not in the sense, like, I, I don't ever like to think, like, I made it. Because, I mean, we're all, I feel like I'm, someone asked me um, this week, actually, like, oh, you're at Ohio State. Like, you're killing it uh, with the NFL. Like, h- how are you liking things? Like, what's the end goal for you? Like, what are you chasing? And for me, like, I don't think there's a position or end goal. Like, I'm just trying to be great at what I do. Um but long story short, I, that first NFL game was like a defining moment for me, for sure. One of the really cool things that you said, too, about that is you did something that I feel like a lot of people almost forget to do is like when you were walking out of the tunnel, you said, you you know, you took that moment. in. A lot of people forget sometimes yeah. to take those moments in. And it doesn't matter if you're just hanging out with your family. Uh, you just got a big promote like any whatever it is. We have to take those moments in. It's very important sometimes to really take those moments in. Because if you don't, you almost it, the memory doesn't isn't the same if you don't actually take it in. Yeah, no, that's one thing I try and do all the time now on game days is to, I mean, it's easy. It's it's a quick, fast paced, moving work environment, and you know, working in social media, we're always on our phones. But that's one thing I really try to do now is like take a step back and find time to really recognize and appreciate where you're at. It's very important to do that. I'd say for me personally, one of my most defining moments, and it's actually, I don't know why this was the first thing that popped in my head, but it was actually deciding, I think, to go to Ohio Wesleyan. And I didn't know it at the time that it was going to be the most defining moment because I had in my mind made up, you know, in high school, I'm not going to college unless I go to D2 or D1 for football, which I didn't realize I was not good enough for D2 or D1 football until I got to D3 football and was like, oh, wow, this is still competitive. And, but you, um, and I, other than that, I was going to go into the military and, you know, going to Ohio Wesleyan taught me a lot of things about that I needed to learn. Like I it helped me grow up a lot. And also like this podcast would have never started if I'd have never gotten to Ohio Wesleyan. And I feel like you might be able to say the same thing. Like you would have maybe never started shooting content if you didn't go to Ohio Wesleyan, not that Ohio Wesleyan's like you're what can like did it, but like that me deciding to go to Ohio Wesleyan, I think changed a lot of things for me but not like 
it would have gone bad one way or the other. Just I think it helped push, help me find my passion almost. And like it wasn't even like it didn't even correlate exactly. But that deciding to go to Ohio Wesleyan is probably one of the most defining moments in my life that I didn't realize at the time. Yeah, no, I I feel that hundred percent. I feel like it's it's almost the same for me. Like Ohio Wesleyan's a place where I found my passion and. Um, you know, who knows would that would that have happened somewhere else? So I definitely can relate to that. So our next question is: We're gonna all pick this one, and we'll go between name change. <clears throat> what did I say? Name change. If I were a dog, and um, shoes, and I'm going to go with. You know what I'm gonna do? It. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna pick it because it intrigues me. If I were a dog, which I I don't know where this question could be. <laughs> if you were a dog, what breed would you be and why? <laughs> That's interesting. And for me personally, the first thing I what I what I'd want to be, I feel like, is like a German Shepherd. I don't know why, but that's just like the first thing that pops into mind. I actually like the first thing that popped into mind was Miles German Shepherd because we were talking about uh, that family today. But you know that I just I don't know being a German Shepherd. I feel like that'd just be that fit me. Yeah, I feel like for me, my family always had smaller dogs uh, when I was growing up. Um, my parents have a miniature Schnauzer now, and we love her. And I feel like. They just have a spunky personality, so maybe that's what I would be. I don't know. I, I would be a smaller dog for sure, though. It's definitely a unique question. Um, I don't know if I've ever had somebody ask me what would I be if I was a dog, but hey, <laughs> there's a first for everything. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to throw it back to you, though, and the three questions I got for you are name change, shoes, or life lesson. I'm going to go with life lesson. What has life taught you lately? Man, we're getting deep with these ones. <laughs> um, <clears throat> what has life taught me lately? I feel like um, one thing that I was really, that I always try to keep in my head before I got to Ohio State um, was kind of like, I was applying for so many jobs, right? Um, before I got to Ohio State, I had a spreadsheet of positions I had applied for. And I applied for over 100 jobs. And 100 people told me no. And I kind of used that as motivation to keep going. And, you know, it wasn't easy. And I, I kind of used each no as more motivation to keep pushing forward. And almost in the sense, like, one day when someone d does tell me yes and does give me an opportunity, all these other people that passed up on me are going to look back and be like, damn, we, we let him go. That was a miss on our part. Um, so I feel like a, a, the life lesson there is like to keep going. Um, you know, what if I would have given up when 98 people told me no and I was three more job applications away from getting to where I am today? Um so I feel like that's that's kind of a life lesson that I've learned recently is to, you know, identify where you want to be at um, and don't take no, no for an answer. Like put in the work and, until you get to where you want to be. One of the things, too, you said identify where you want to be at. That is the first step, though. You have to like we all have like these dreams and aspirations, but you have to like 
what you have to make that definitive answer like this is what i want to do and if you if it's truly what you want to do nothing can stop you besides yourself you're going to be told no you're going to you know get pushback but you can't if you like if you would have just like you said if you, you could have been three applications away from getting to where you're at if you did just quit early you may never be in a position that you're in now you have to keep going if it's something that you truly want that and that'll show you if you truly want it you you really have to put in the effort. It doesn't just, nothing gets handed to you in life. You have to work for everything you want. And people always say, well, like, I, one thing I learned from my boss is, you know, people always say, oh, it was free or this is free. I got this for free. Nothing's free. Nothing's ever given to you. There's always something like somebody might give you something for free, but then like in the back of their mind, there's something else too. Like there's something's always tied to free. There's no such thing as free, just like, you don't get things for free. You don't get things handed to you. You have to work for them. Yeah, hundred percent. I feel like, um, I don't know. The thing I'm most proud of is if I could do anything in the world for work, it's exactly what I would be doing right now. Um, and I think, I don't know. I feel like society now, like the norm is to go to college, get a degree and work a nine to five job that you hate every day. And, you know, I know I have a lot of friends that complain about their jobs and it's like, if you really don't like your job, then get one you like. And like, it, it was never an option for me to, to do work that I didn't like. Mm -hmm. I, I just wasn't going to live my life like that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I feel like life's short. You gotta, you gotta do what you're passionate about. Yeah. It's, <clears throat> I mean, we're still fairly fresh out of college. So like we all have, we both have friends. Like, like we know of our friends who, literally went and got the degree and now they hate i get a snapchat every day that says uh i don't want to go to work or like just you know from one of my buddies that i went to school with and it's it it's like you know i work a blue collar job and i still do manual labor and all that stuff but i like i i truly do enjoy going to work and i think like everybody has their own calling but as long as you try and find what like i really don't understand why people go to jobs that they hate every day like why do you keep going there are options out there. There, like, there's plenty, and like right now, there's plenty of jobs available out there. All you got to do is start looking. Like, they're out there, and you know it. It, but if you, because you spend, I think it's, oh, I did the math one time, and I did all like a whole episode on it. But it's like a, a third of your year you spend if you work a forty hour week, you spend at your job. So, do you really want to spend a third of your year doing something that you don't like to do, like? Why would you want to be unhappy a third of your year? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I feel like it's an easier concept, I think, for it's easier to say than do. Yeah. I feel like for a lot of people. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. Like, if you're if you're at a place you don't like and you're unhappy, get out of there. Here's your calling. If you're listening and you don't like your job. Maybe don't quit today, but start figuring something else out. <laughs> I don't want to tell someone to quit and then be like, geez, I quit and now I can't get a job. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. be like that. <laughs> Try and line something else first and then quit that job. But um, it, life lately has taught me, personally, it's taught me patience. Um, I feel like a lot of things have been like testing me lately, like where, you know, I'm putting in a patio all back and every freaking weekend that I wanted to go work on it it rained luckily it's been nice lately but like it, it's like every time you want to go do something like it's like you're being challenged and <clears throat> i can become a very impatient person but 
one of the things lately that I'm learning with relationships with, you know, um, work with side work, like side, uh, free time or whatever you want to call it is patience and like, take your time. Don't rush it, everything, because if you rush it, then like, like we already talked about, you might not take in that moment. You not, might not take that time to truly appreciate something, whatever it is that you're doing. So uh, lately life has been testing me and I've learned tried to learn a lot of patience at least yeah i feel like i'm a pretty patient person um and i know a lot of people who aren't but i think it's it says a lot about you that you recognize you aren't the most patient and and that that you know you're you're aware of it and you're working on it so i think that's pretty cool yeah that's it, that's one of the big things not like trying to say i'm good at it or anything but that's one of the big things i think for a lot of people is to truly Sometimes you have to look yourself in the mirror and realize, like, what are my flaws? What are the things that I need to work on? Because nobody's perfect. Everybody has something that they can work on. And it could be a small thing that you could work on. I think it's just important to always try and not look at yourself negatively, but, like, figure out what your weaknesses are and try to improve them. So, the next three we got. I'm going to go with shoes a year ago and free time. And I'm going to go with a year ago. What can you do today that you weren't capable of doing a year ago? Ooh. I do today. I got to think about that one because. I know for me, a year ago, like I didn't even have a full time job. I was working part time for the NFL, I was doing freelance work. So I was still living at home. Um, and you know, a, a big goal and, and career step for me was getting out of the house and getting to a position where I could support my, myself on my own financially. Um, and I'm, I'm grateful. I had parents that were very supportive of me in that process, um, and patient with me through that process. But that, that's where I'm at today compared to a year ago. It's like, I, a year ago, I wasn't able to support myself. I didn't have my own place. I wasn't paying my own bills. I didn't you know, have my own rent to pay. Um, so that's kind of, I feel like the biggest difference from a year ago for me. I'm kind of similar. Cause I, within the last six months, probably moved in with my girlfriend <clears throat> and I, I, you know, I was living with her, but like I was the same way where I was, I, you know, I had a full-time job, but I wasn't making a crap load of money, but was living at home with mom and dad. And one of the things that, you know, I think when you live at home with mom and dad, you kind of spend money a little differently because you're not ex- thinking about bills, grocery, like any of the, all of the things that you, what happens when you move out. But ever, like, that's one of the things, managing money and finances, that's one of the things that I'm able to, I'm not, I'm still not great at it. And I don't, it, it's something that does take time. I feel like, like it, it all, it, it, it's not something that some people just have it where they can save money. My one buddy, he, you know, drives a nice truck because he has saved his money very well over in, in all this stuff but managing money is that was one something that I'm capable of doing better a year compared to a year ago and I'm going to extend this question because we both kind of had the same answer so I'm going to say do you have any tips for managing finances when you like get out on your own cuz I'm not a big money guy so I don't I'm yeah. I, I'm curious I'm not really either. And my dad's a financial advisor. So <laughs> he, he helps me out with that kind of stuff. Like 
I invest every month and he kind of handles where the money goes and what items and stocks. And I don't even know all the terminology things I'm investing <laughs> in. That's kind of his world. Um, I feel like an easy way to save money is uh, get groceries and don't eat out every night. That's one mm -hmm. thing I'm really bad at is I eat out for lunch almost every day with coworkers at the office. But I feel like that's an easy way you could save money because eating out one time isn't too expensive. But if you do it every single day for every day of a month, it gets kind of expensive. Um, and also, like, when you're looking for apartments or houses, like, go somewhere you can afford. Mm -hmm. um, it, it sounds stupid, but, you know, I live in a place 10 minutes from campus. I could have got a place much nicer and closer, but, like, why do I need to be paying the extra $300 a month in rent if it's not that big of a difference and the commute isn't isn't too far off? Um, yeah. So those are kind of some little things. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sad. Like, it's crazy. Like, what you, you do look at, if you look at stop stopping at the gas station, stop eating out, all of a sudden it's like, because I, I get bad at it in uh, the summer because in the winter or like in the colder months, I'll like force myself to make coffee in the morning because I have to have some type of caffeine in the morning. But in the summer, a lot of times on my way to work, you know, I'll swing by the gas station, grab a monster. Then you grab a candy bar. Then you just grab it. And all of a sudden it's like it was my brother-in-law one time that woke me up to it. He's like, how much do you spend at the gas station today? And I was like, hey, you know, it's usually like sometimes six, sometimes eight. Depends. And he's like, think about that do that add that up for the week and i was like yeah and he's like now nah, add it up for the month and i was like holy crap if you stop like even just twice a week there's you yeah. know a lot of money that you could potentially save so like cutting that out and it's okay to eat out from time to time and stuff like that we're like that's not something that you shouldn't do but i don't think you should do it like every day and it's really hard to kind of it's it's the convenience thing that's that's the hard part of it it's, it's really easy to swing through mcdonald's or grab a burrito at chipotle whatever it is but one of the other things personally for me is it's kind of similar but it's figure out your needs versus your wants when it comes to your financial financial side of things because <clears throat> there's a lot of things that now me and my girlfriend will go to the you know store or something and it's like oh this is awesome like we should get this and then it's uh, like we kind of look at each other like is this a need or is this a want like is this something that we really do need or is this something that we truly want and it's okay to spoil yourself every once in a while and you know get a get some candy or what like get whatever it is but like you have to if you buy more needs than once then you're eventually gonna hurt yourself financially yeah no i feel like i'm i'm not really a big spender like I have the things I I need, and I feel like I don't really spend anything. Honestly, <laughs> food is my biggest expense by far. Oh, um, not your cameras? <laughs> well, aside from my like camera gear, stupid expensive, but that's another conversation. But yeah, but that like, makes you money, so that's a different I, conversation. <laughs> right, right. Like I have my cameras that I need now, so I'm really not spending anything besides bills and food, which I feel like is is pretty good. Yeah. All right, next questions. We got free time, books, and admiration. Mm -mm. Are you picking this one, or is this me? Uh, I believe I picked the last one. Let's do free time. Free time. What do you like to do in your free time? Um, I love watching movies big movie guy i love 
I could watch them at home, but going to the movie theaters is honestly one of my favorite things to do. Um, I feel like I'm pretty chill. Like I just like kicking it with friends, um, going out sometimes. Um, other than that, I feel like I really don't do a whole lot. And I saw this quote um, a couple of weeks ago and it said, creative people need time to do nothing. And I feel like that's, that's so true. Like we're, our mind is spinning 24 seven, like trying to come up with new ideas of things to create and ways to be different. That sometimes it's just good to sit there and, and unplug and literally do nothing. Um, so maybe that was a boring answer, but that's kind of what I do in my free time. Uh, it's really, especially cause like, you know, your work is so fast paced too, that you almost need that slowdown because if you live, you know, you catch yourself in such a fast pace going back to what we've already talked about you forget to take in those moments like you, you get so caught up in things and it's it's really good to unplug and heck movies you know that's one of the ways me and my girlfriend that's what we do a lot of times on the weekend is if we have like if it's a rainy weekend or whatever and it's like you know we are always so go 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 lately that you know the days there uh, at that at night when we finally sit down it's like let's watch a movie and like just literally unplug like just kind of relax be with each other, that kind of stuff. Um, I wanted to ask you though, since you're a big movie guy, what's the best movie that you've seen in the movie theaters? In the movie theaters? Um, it's a good question. Cause I feel like the best movies I've seen, I was like too young to be going to the movie theaters. Um, but in the movie theaters, I think I saw Avengers Endgame when it came out in 2018. And I'm a huge Marvel nerd. Um, but I would, Endgame was probably the best one. Hunter Coyle, I'm pretty sure, went and watched that movie three or four times in theaters. <laughs> I respect that. No, I respect that so much. I've I've definitely done the same thing with other movies. It's No, I respect that. Well, because that was when we were in college, and that's when I started getting close with Hunter, and I was, you know, super broke at that point. But he like kept at. He's like, "You want to go watch it?" And I'm like, "Dude, I don't have any money right now." And he's like, and then he like asked me the next week. I'm like, "Didn't you go last week?" He's like, "Yeah, but I'm I'm going to watch it again." I'm like, "Okay, whatever, Hunter." <laughs> Are you a Marvel fan or no? I'm not like you know. I've seen the movies. I don't like keep up on them. I'm not. I haven't. Yeah. I've never really truly got into it, but I do enjoy the movies. Like when I do watch them. Yeah. My free time consists of, and it's kind of the same unplugging type of stuff, is like golfing, hunting, just hanging out with friends and family, you know, being around the fire or playing cornhole, whatever it is. That kind of stuff is my free time. Or my free time also consists of this podcast, too, which I don't even know if it can classify as free time anymore. But when I do have, sometimes like during the week, especially if I get you know, off work early, I'll come home and, you know, spend time figuring up ideas for the podcast, figuring up guests, talking to people, um, scheduling guests and that kind of stuff. And it's cause that it, it's almost an unplug for me too. Cause I, I'm sure you, it's like enjoyable for you to make content. Like you love making videos and I'm sure you'll like in some of your free time too, I'm sure you sit there and cause it's, I do it and I'm sure you do it, but you know, just make, try out new things. And it's not necessarily stuff that you're going to like post on, social media or whatever but it's just you know trying out some things trying out new effects whatever it is just playing with some things and trying to figure it out but my free i, I think it's very important in your free time to unplug because we live in such a fast-paced world anymore 
that you need to take a step back sometimes and truly just relax. Yeah. I feel like that's, that's one thing I'm trying to be better at is so I'll get home from work and I'll just be trying to unwind. And then I'll like see something or I'll hear a song and I'm like, Oh, this would be, this would be sick to make a video too. And then I'll start editing at 11 PM. And it's like, no, like go to bed. It's okay. It can wait till tomorrow. But yeah. See, sometimes I get myself in such a situation where I don't have a choice but to edit at 11 p.m. on a Sunday night when the episode comes out at 7 a.m. on Monday morning. <laughs> yep, that'll that'll happen too. Time management is a real thing that you need to try and master at a young age, and I still don't feel like I have, but it is what it is. <clears throat> um, next ones we got are... Get in here, get in here. Come here, come here. I'm on a podcast. This is This is Logan. This is our director of NIL at Ohio State. Oh, really? How are we doing? I've had phones in. I'll call you oh. after. <laughs> I forgot about that. But, all right. So the next questions are admiration, drive, and what would you do? And I'm just going to go with what would you do? If money, location, and time weren't obstacles, what would you do? A lot of things, but the for me personally, I'd either move like completely out of the United States and like give it a shot. I don't think I'd like it like for long term. I think I'd enjoy like visiting like Germany. I've always wanted to go to Germany. I think I'd enjoy going to another country, but I don't know if I could like. I I think I'd struggle living that for like out outside of the United States, but. If I could, if money, location, and time weren't an obstacle, I would 100% move out west and live like in Montana or Colorado or Wyoming or those states. That's just me personally. I'd love to. <clears throat> I actually just released an episode with somebody who's like ranching in Nevada. And when we were recording, he was showing me like where he was living. Like he literally was like, dude, this is right outside my door. And I was like, that's just it's like Yellowstone type stuff, but it was just awesome. That's something personal for me that I'd love to do is just live out West. Yeah. I feel like I, I would just like to travel and like see other parts of the world. Um, I feel like it's easy to get like in your own bubble of what you do every day, but there's like parts on the other side of the world that are so different from what we see every day. Like it doesn't even look like earth. Like it's like, mm-hmm so different in the landscape and everything so i I would just want to travel it's crazy like being on instagram you'll see like these other like the waters at these places like it's just insane like you don't even it doesn't even make sense like you can go look at freaking alum creek right down by ohio wesland (laughs) and be like it's crazy how you can look at something like that and it can still look beautiful like if there's a nice sunset whatever but then you can go all the way across the world or not even really super far across the world and you'll literally be in water that you can see all the way down to the bottom and it is just the most beautiful landscape that ever existed but our next one admiration drive or different career admiration drive and what was the third one different career let's do drive what drives you the most in life Hmm, that's a good one i feel like as human beings we like want to feel a sense of purpose and like when our life is over like and you look back at your life what did you do 
Um, I feel like a big part of me creating and the things I take pictures of and the videos I create, I hope that the stories I tell will live on and people will watch those pieces of content far longer than the time that I will be on earth. Um, so I feel like that's kind of the coolest thing for me to, to make stuff that people generations from now can look back on um, and kind of relive moments through the pieces I make. Um, so that's part of it. And also kind of like what I was saying earlier, like the drive to be great. Like I want to be mentioned amongst the, the, the greatest in the industry of what I do. And, you know, I want to be, when people talk about goats, like, I want my name to come up and that's something that I wake up every day and like, I, I want to be great at what I do. And that kind of, that kind of keeps me going. Wake up and be great. That could like, everybody should strive to do that. <clears throat> I don't care if you're shooting content for the NFL. I don't care if you're playing in the NFL. I don't care if you're going to mow a lawn, wake up and be great. Like everybody. Could you imagine how much better this world could be if everybody had that mindset of wake up and do everything 100% today and try to be the best that you can absolutely be. The world would be a lot better place. Now, it is easier said than done. We all have our days where we wake up and you're like, man, I just, I don't want to do anything today. I just, I don't want to go to work. I don't want to even get out of bed. But if you, it, it's the discipline of getting yourself out of bed. Once you get yourself out of bed and you wake up, you have to put that mindset of, like, at least try to do one thing great, like one thing beneficial for, yourself or for somebody else probably both try to do something for somebody else and something for yourself if everybody had that mindset the world could be a lot better place it is easier said than done but it's something that i think everybody should strive for but for me my drive personally is trying to make my parents proud because you know it's the cliche answer but it really does make me think like how much they sacrificed for me, how much like me and my siblings, how much they did for me and my siblings. It's like I work every day to try and like make their life, like and make my parents pl proud that I have that last name that I, I don't want them to feel like I'm an embarrassment to the family and anything like that. So I, I think it's, I try every day to, like my drive every day is being the best person that I can be not only for myself, but for my parents and my family. Yeah, I feel that. I like that. I like that answer. Next three, we got admiration, different career and dream vacation. And I believe it's my turn. And I want to, I already know what this question is. So that's why I want to ask it because I'm curious to see your answer, but we're going to go a different career. <clears throat> if you could have a different career, what would it be? Because this has been your life for the past ever since college now. So what, what would Carter Franklin do if he couldn't do this? <laughs> I don't know. I like such a good question. Um, what did you originally go to school for? I was a business and sports management major. Okay. Um, so before I got my first camera, I was like, I played baseball in college. I was kind of just on this path to like, baseball was all I knew for the majority of my life. And I was kind of on this path to just graduate college, 
Um, I knew I wasn't good enough to continue playing after college. So I would, you know, I had thoughts of going into like facility management, maybe coaching. Um, but I mean, I know, I know now that those things don't interest me at all. So I'm trying to think of what I would do if I had a different career. Um, I don't know. Maybe I would be like a, I, like I would want to create something. So maybe I would be like a, like one of those people who makes uh, music for like artists to rap and sing over, and like make beats. I feel like that's still creative, but it, it's hard for me to picture myself doing something that's not creating. You just and have like, like such a creative mindset. I feel like that it's hard to. Like, it's always been who you are. Like, you've wanted to create. Like, we always have our calling when we're younger, but we don't necessarily know what it is. But, you know, we always have something that's telling it, like, this is what I should do. And it's just finding that and creating, I feel like, it's just been you your whole life. Yeah, for sure. So, if I wasn't doing what I was doing, like, I would want to create something, whether that's music, movies, food. Maybe I'll be a chef and create food. Like, I, I don't know. I just would want to be creating something. For me, if I could have a different career than what I'm doing right now, which could be a completely, I mean, I'd put in pools and patios. That's what I do with my career. Career currently, if I could do, if I had a different career, it'd probably be realistically, it'd probably be in the marketing field. But if I could like choose anything, I'd probably. Either be like, I'd love to be like a full-time podcaster. That I mean, that'd be sweet, but this podcast does not make enough money to pay the bills. <laughs> and that's not why I'm in the podcasting game, but um, I'd probably be either a full-time podcaster if I could pick anything or um, I don't know. I'd probably... I, I'd, that's the only unrealistic one that I could think of that first comes to mind is either a full-time podcaster or if in the realistic world, I'd be in the marketing field um, since that's what I originally went to school for and uh, actually enjoyed doing. But yeah, that's my different career choice. Next three are dream vacation, pet peeves, past, present, or future. It's two pet peeves. Mm. What is one of your biggest pet peeves? Hmm. I feel like I definitely have some. I'm trying to think. You don't realize what your pet peeves are until like the, that, that thing yes. is happening. And then all of a sudden yes. you're like, I don't know why, but I hate this. Like, this is driving me nuts. <clears throat> yeah. Um... I feel like um, one of them is when people don't say thank you. Like, I get a lot of DMs of people asking me questions, and I'll, like, take the time and type out a big, long response and, like, try and give them advice, and then they just don't respond. And it's like, okay, I took time out of my day to try and help you at least, like, be appreciative of that. So maybe that's one. I also, this is like completely unrelated, but I hate when like you're walking into a building 
and you know usually you hold the door for the person behind you but i hate when like you're way far away from the person <laughs> and they're just holding the door so you have to do like this awkward jog to like catch up so they're not just standing there waiting for you like just close the door i can open it but those are like I two feel like that is such a midwest like it's literally a regional type thing like i feel like that's such a midwest thing for us to do it's like oh we'll hold the door and you're just gonna sit there. I'm gonna sit here it's and like, hold it until you get there, even though you're all the way yeah, across the parking yeah, lot. Like you're 300 feet away, like in the parking lot, but I'm still gonna hold it for you. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. I've sometimes I've done it where like you open it and like you look, like you kind of do the glance and think they're closer, and then you're like, oh crap! Now I'm not just standing here awkwardly holding the door, making yeah. the person feel awkward. Like and it happens, but like that does drive me nuts. Like when you're literally like not even. Like you'll be at like a Kroger or something. You're not even across where the cars pull through and they're holding the door for you. And it's like, no, just, just go inside. Just, just go, just leave me alone. Yeah. I but, just, I thought of another one. Um, when on zoom calls, some people don't turn on their cameras and it's like, we're on a zoom call. Like the purpose of it is to see each other. Mm-hmm. If we like, we could have just did a phone call. I don't, I don't know. That's like, just turn your camera on. <laughs> <clears throat> It was different in college, though, I'll say, because, like, in classes, my senior year, man, I was like, eh, if I don't have yeah, to have my see, camera see, on. I always, I always have my camera on. I usually did for most of my classes, except the couple that I didn't enjoy being in, and I'd turn them off and not pay attention. But um, my one of my biggest pet peeves is people who chew loud. That, like, or, like, can't chew with their mouth closed, I, that drives me nuts. Annoying, like, yeah. Yeah, I have some people I know personally that I'm around pretty often. I won't get too far into it, but they choose super loud. And it's like, oh, my God, I'm going to it drives me nuts. Just munching. Oh, but eating like loud eaters are definitely one. And it the whole no, like people not saying thank you, but it's almost the combination of your two answers of. I hate when you hold the door for someone that's like, you know, right behind you or whatever, and they don't say thank you. That yeah. drives me nuts. I'm like, you know, it's what? a little thing. Just it is a little. You. It's little. Like, I try to say thank you to everybody that I get the opportunity. I'm sure I'm, you know, you miss a few. You can't get everyone. But when people don't say, like, if you hold the door for them, because I'm honestly, like, sometimes in this world, you don't get the door held for you that often anymore. Sometimes you get it slammed in your face pretty much. And yep. so if, if I take the time out of my day to hold the door for you, I, I do really appreciate somebody to say thank you for it. Or and I'll try to reciprocate that in the future as well. But we are going to take a quick break and then we will come back and finishing finish answering your questions. Today's episode is brought to you by roughneckspodcast.com. If you want to support the podcast, then head over to roughneckspodcast.com and grab you some of that Roughnecks merch. We have everything from t-shirts, long sleeves, sweatshirts, hats, and many more. Stay up to date on the website for new merch coming every couple months. You can place an order and it'll get sent directly to your door, and I don't even take any of the money from it. The money gets put right back into the podcast to continue to improve it for you. If you can't afford to buy some merch this time, then simply just Subscribe to the newsletter, and it'll keep you up to date on all the new things that are coming. I appreciate all of the support you guys give. It doesn't go unnoticed. Let's get back to today's episode. 
We are back with some more questions. So, next questions, and I believe it's my turn. Um, is dream vacation past, present, or future, or food craving? And I'm just going to go ahead and go with dream vacation. If you could go anywhere for your dream vacation, where would it be? I've always wanted to go to Germany. I already mentioned that earlier, but that I don't know why. Like, I took uh, four years of it in high school, four years of German in high school, and then another two semesters in college for my foreign language. But I don't know. Germany's just always intrigued me, and like my family. Like, I have roots back to Germany, so, like, I feel like that, I just, I don't know. I've always wanted to go to Germany, and, like, that is a vacation. It's a dream vacation of mine, but it's a dream vacation that I really feel like will happen in the future. Yeah, I don't know if I have, like, a dream vacation. I'd like, kind of, like, similar, I'd like to go to Italy. I'm Italian, my mom's Italian, like, my grandma's full Italian. I don't know, I feel like it'd be kind of cool to see the country of, you know, what, where my families came from. Have you ever been out of the country? Yeah, I've been to, I went to Mexico when I was younger. Um, I'm trying to think. I think that's it. See, I've never been out of the country and like, I can't, I've been to Canada, uh, Niagara Falls. Okay. What is that experience like? Because I've heard it's awesome. My parents actually went there for like their wedding I was I was I was younger. Like I don't I don't even really remember it too much. <laughs> but it's it's not that far. Like it's I think the falls are only like a five or there might be a five hour drive yeah. from from Columbus. Yeah, that's what people but, don't realize. Like living in Ohio, we are very close to Canada. <laughs> like and yeah. like Michigan. I remember um, my brother's buddy moved to Michigan. It's like damn. Like I'm never gonna really get to see him because he was like a brother to me he's like, i was like i'm never really gonna get to see him anymore and he's like dude i'm only three hours away and i'm like wait what yeah. <laughs> like you're that close and it's like yeah like it's not that far i'm like yeah. oh okay cool <laughs> um so this one is yours we got past present or future food craving or be a vegetable um <laughs> I got food craving. What is the weirdest food craving you have ever had? Weirdest food craving? Yeah. I don't even know. Like I don't I don't I definitely don't have weird food cravings because I just I I know what I like and I don't really venture far away from that. So weird it's not weird, but like one of my go-to snacks is goldfish, but they have to be the flavor-blasted ones. Because mm-hmm. the regular ones are, like, too plain. You got to get the flavor-blasted. But that's that's not weird. No. So I, I don't know. Do you have a weird one? Kind of. Depends on who you ask. <laughs> it depends on what part of the country you're in. My, I've had it before, you know, you know a few times, but, like, my weirdest food craving probably that I've ever had is frog legs. I've, I was I've, literally about to guess frog legs. <laughs> like I've, it, it does taste like chicken. It really does. It tastes like chicken, but like, you know, there's, I don't know. There's been a couple times where I can remember being like, man, like from, uh, camping it's, or something. It's, like, it's frog late legs, at night. You're, you're just know, like, 
Damn, I need some frog legs. <laughs> it's not like I want people to understand. It is not a very common thing for me to be like, man, I really want some frog legs. Like, no, it, damn those legs with it. <laughs> a few times where I've been, I remember being like, some frog legs. Like, it, like then it comes up in the conversation that you're talking. Like, it, it, I, I don't know. That's one weird food craving I think I've had. That was a good thing. <laughs> Past, present, or future, be a vegetable or wheels or doors. And I'm going to go with wheels or doors. I got to ask the question. I'm assuming you know what the question is. Are oh, there more the wheels or there, are there more doors in the world? There. I'm trying to think because I, I had such a definitive. This was like a really popular debate like a month or two ago. Yeah. And I'm trying to think because I had such a definitive answer. It's got to be wheels. Hmm. I I go so, I literally, like, I feel like I change my answer every time I think about this. And I feel like whatever the person says, like, I, like, think the opposite for some reason. But, but the wheels, and let let me tell you why it's wheels. Yeah, I was going to say, I need a reasoning behind it. So, let's, let's think of cars. So, it's safe to say the majority of cars are four doors, four wheels. So those are out of the equation. Now you have to think of all the motorcycles, two wheels, zero doors. Okay. Now you have to think of all the semi and semi trucks, and box wheels. trucks, yeah. 18 wheelers, or even like the U-Haul trucks, like mm-hmm. two doors, four wheels. And okay. Now you're, now let's move over to buildings. You're like, like I'm in a, 10-story office building right now. There's so many doors in here. Oh, shit. For so, those of you who don't know, he just held up his wheelie chair. Literally, <laughs> there's one, two, three, five wheels on the chair I'm sitting on. And there's there's probably 30 chairs on this floor with five wheels each. So I feel like it has to be wheels. Uh, that's a different way of thinking of it. Cause like the way I've always thought about it is like the, my first way of thinking about it is like how many, you know, a typical home has what one or probably two cars and how many doors are in their house. But then when you start at you know, office buildings, that's where things get sketchy. Somebody really needs to do like a complete survey of the entire country. <laughs> it's, so you're going with wheels, bicycles, like scooters. And then, like when you were, I was thinking like trailers too, because trailers, most of them don't have, like, unless it's an yeah. enclosed trailer, they don't have doors. So there's two, four, two to eight on that. Like it. So I, I honestly, I might have to agree with you and go with wheels on this. I think you convinced me. You, you actually gave me a definitive answer that. Wheels a little more confident. So the for everybody wondering, wheels is the correct answer to that question. But we got a few more questions left, and we got past, present, future. Be a vegetable or embarrassing. 
Is this me? Yes. Mm, let's go embarrassing. What was your most embarrassing moment in life? I for sure peed my bed in high school. (laughs) (laughs) And you're probably like, oh, you were drunk? No, I was sober. (laughs) Um, So (laughs) I played baseball in high school, obviously, and I got hit with a baseball on the side of my leg, like by my knee. And so I had some nerve damage running like down my entire leg. And so I was doing physical therapy. And one night I wake up and my whole entire leg starts like tingling and shaking. And then I just started uncontrollably peeing. And so I I was a junior in high school. So I was like really embarrassed. So I like changed my sheets and didn't tell my parents. And I didn't tell my parents until like last year. And they make fun of fun of me for it now, but that it wasn't like publicly embarrassing, but I was pretty embarrassed at the time. See, my original one that I thought of was graduation day, damn near slipping on stage after right after I got my diploma. <laughs> but That's I tough. didn't actually fall, so it's not that bad. Like it was just a little like a little slip. Okay. Okay. So it wasn't only a couple of people saw the slip, yeah. No, of course, uh Sauce and Mahair were like sitting in the front or something and like were giving me crap like pointing at me and like making fun of me. I'm like, shut up guys, shut up. Don't make it a big deal. <laughs> but um my I think one of mine is probably and it's a picture that has surfaced around the family and will probably never be forgotten. Um, it was my sophomore year, and Teddy can attest to this because this is Teddy found me this way. Uh, we were out at my sister's for a big bonfire. I may have had one or two or way too many beers that day. And I drove the golf cart. Cause like out there it's, you know, the fire's way out and everybody has like side by sides and stuff. And I drove the golf cart back up to the house and Teddy said, he asked my brother-in-law, like Cole's been gone a while. Like where the hell's he at? Cause I think I was just going up to get another beer or grab some food or something. <clears throat> and I ended up, Teddy ended up coming up with my brother-in-law and they found me passed out on the golf cart. Like I, I can't even explain. Like I was literally laying across the golf cart in the most awkward situation, just completely 1000% passed out. I'm pretty (laughs) sure I still had a beer in my hand, so I'm still proud of that. But I just, I don't even, I don't know. I passed out and my mom was out of town. She was in uh, Vegas actually. And the next morning she texted me and goes, what the hell is this? And sent me the picture. And I was like, wait a second where did this picture come from? And I was like, how did she get it? And then like, everybody's telling me the next day, the story, but yeah, that wasn't one of my finest moments. So it was a, a little embarrassing to, at That's first. Funny. now it's just a fun joke, but it, it, like, even when it comes up sometimes and like, it's like, damn it. Like I was an idiot I'm, there. I'm going to need to see that photo. <laughs> I'll pull it up right now. <laughs> it was uh, definitely, interesting i gotta i don't even know i might have to send it to you later because i don't remember where the fuck it's at yeah i might have to try and find it and send it to you because i can't find it right off the bat oh wait i'm getting closer to it i think yep there it is 
Oh my gosh. Your head's off the side. No, my hand That's... still holding on to the steering wheel and everything. I don't even still know. Still steering. <laughs> still steering. Yep. It was uh that's how they found me. So that That's was funny. Not one of my finest moments, but uh it is what it is, I guess. We'll go uh one more question. And we have dating fail, past, present, or future, and life values. So dating fail, past, present, or future, and life values. And it is my turn. So we're going to go with... Uh, life values. What are your three top life values? And this... Is a, I mean, I feel like everybody kind of has somewhat of the same of like the cliche answers, but like for me personally, I'm trying to think. Respect is a big one for me. Um, because respect goes a long way. Like with like I, I think it's important to respect others, respect your respect elders, respect the youth, respect like really and respect anybody that's in your life until they give you a reason not to respect them. Um and even after they give you a reason not to respect them, you still have to have a respect in some sense. You can't go too far. Um so respect's a big one for me responsibility because there's nothing i don't i don't even know if this counts and there's nothing i hate more than somebody who i don't even know if this technically isn't included in responsibility but responsibility as in like there's nothing i hate more than when i like ask somebody to do something and they say yes and then they're not responsible enough to like manage their time or do whatever it is and then they don't come help me do it that drives me nuts. Like if you're going to tell me you're going to do something and I feel like there's, it's not, there's more with responsibility to that, but responsibility, it's important to be responsible as a person. And it is important to res- be responsible to others. If you tell them you're going to do something. And then my third and my third one is probably. Honesty, because kind of going off everything like, you need to be honest with yourself. You need to be honest with others. Like kind of going off of what I already said, if you can't help me do something, then be honest with me and say, Hey, I can't help you do that. Don't tell me you're going to do it. And I get things come up, but don't kind of give me the runaround for say. And like, I give, I give more respect to somebody who's like, Hey man, I know I said I'd help you, but this, this, and this came up. I, I like, I'll make, I'll try and like actually communicate with me. Cause communication is another big one for me. Like if you don't communicate with me, that's where I struggle because you don't know what's going on. But honesty, respect, and responsibility are probably three of my personal biggest life values. And that could change any day that you ask me. But those are the three that came to mind right now. Yeah. Um, I, th- I feel like one for me is empathy. Like, 
you never know what someone else is going through. So um, keeping that in mind when, when someone gives you a hard time or treats you like crap, like I almost feel bad for that person because they're going through something so bad that they feel like they have to inflict that on you and bring you down with them. Um, so empathy is a big one for me. Um, I feel like I just had another one. Um, gratitude. Um, you know, obviously everyone in life could have it better and they could also have it worse. So being aware of what you have and, um, also recognizing that or that, you know, there are people that have it a lot worse than you. Like at the end of the day, if you get to go home and you have a roof over your head and you have running water, like you have it better than the majority of the people on this earth. Um, so being grateful for the little things. And then the last one, let's say, I feel like, I don't know if optimism is the right word, but I feel like I'm always able to find the good in every situation. And, you know, even if we're in a bad or stressful spot, it's, it's easy for me to, to recognize the good in the scenario. And I, I feel like it takes a lot for me to get really worked up to the point where I'm super upset. Um, so that's probably my third one. Those are good ones. And, and it's kind of a reoccurring theme that we've talked about. It's like the little things, they matter. Take those moments in, like, cause, it, like, that's one of the little things is taking that in, kind of going off of everything that we talked about. But yeah, those are good ones, and I think that's a good place to wrap up this episode, man. I really appreciate you coming back on for the third, fourth, whatever heck time it is. Really appreciate it. We'll get you back on again in the future for sure. You're probably one of the, you're close to one of the most reoccurring guests on this podcast, other than some of my like super close buddies that. I use to fill in when things fall through, but I really appreciate you coming back on. Um, where can people follow you on social media though, and see some of your content? Yeah. See Frank films, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Give me a follow. Shoot me a DM. Mm -hmm. If you got any questions, um, always down to connect and chat with new people. Definitely go follow him. Um, he's going to be a very busy man here and about, however many days but it's gonna start getting crazy for you uh best of luck to you and really appreciate you coming on but until monday you guys know the deal life is hard and is gonna knock you down just like a bull does to a bull rider don't let that bull of life walk all over you get up grab the bull by the horns and take control of your life roughnecks out Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of the Roughnecks Podcast. If you like today's episode, then be sure to subscribe, rate, and review, and share it with a friend if you got some value from it. Head over to social media and follow the Roughnecks Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to that YouTube channel. Don't forget to get you some of that merch by heading over to roughneckspodcast.com and subscribe to the newsletter while you're there. See you all next week. Roughnecks, out.